Welcome back to another episode of the Nothing To Do Podcast. I am your host, Jeremy. And today, I have a very special guest. I have with me, it's been like two years since we last saw each other. He's got gifted hands. He's a master of the lens. He is the host of the Photo, the photo Banter Podcast. Give it up, y'all, for Alex Gagne, man. Give it up for <laughs> Alex yeah. Gagne, yo. How you doing, Alex? Good, man. Excited to be here. I haven't seen you in a couple of years, man, since our awesome trip to Cuba, man. So excited to see you, dude. Yeah, man. I, it's it's really nice to see you, too, man. It's been a minute. We had, like, we caught up that one time. So that trip to Cuba was, like, March 2020, and then we caught up that one time via that group FaceTime. Oh, yeah, we did. Remember I that? I think it was, that. like, last last fall. Yeah. That was really nice. So we got to catch up with, um, it was, like, me, you, Manny, Alan, Jordan. Jordan. Yep. And, um... And yeah, man, it's been two years. And it's cool. Like when we were on that trip, you were talking about doing this podcast. And now yeah. you're like two years in. And I'm two years in. Yeah, killing man. It, man. It's been, I've been a big fan yeah, of this. Yeah, I appreciate uh, it. This is, this is for, for all of you. So I, I talk about my lower, my loyal listeners. <laughs> this is one of like two or three, yo. Alex has shown so much love uh, on this podcast show. I appreciate it so much. And, um, and I'm glad to have him on. I hit him up. I was like, yo, bro. Gotta have you on. It's long overdue. Yeah. Um, yo, I actually so and he's also the host. I said it, he's also the host of the Photo Banter Podcast. Alex got like his hands, he he is a guru with, with the camera lens, bro. He um I still be posting <laughs> pictures you took from Cuba, like to yeah. this day. Like I'll still get those off. Like it, it was hard to take bad pictures in Cuba. Like, you know, man, there's just so many interesting characters. Right. So it's right. like I came back with so many good pictures on that trip, so it was hard not to take a good picture. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, no, that's that's true, man. And um, yeah, what's funny is too because we met on that trip, and you you mentioned uh, that like you so yeah, you know, I used to record this at my dad's studio, yeah. and you had actually come off a job at that studio like not recently, like I don't know, it was just yeah, like the it year was all very serendipitous. Yeah, there was like a local boxer and he was doing like an interview there. Yeah. And I forget the dude so the host. I forget the name of the show, but it was like at night. It was two like um like younger dudes that hosted the show and it, it was cool. They had like people calling in but it was all in Spanish. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like they they're asking for like relationship advice and I was from yeah. that studio. Was, it was super cool because I mean your dad has an awesome radio station, and it's been there for a while, right? Yeah, man. It's been there for, like, uh, it's like, so I'm 27. He started when I was, like, so he's, like, 26 years old now. And they finally, they were AM for, like, the longest time. And then they went to, they got an FM channel, like, three, four years ago. And it's only, like, taken off since, even more than, like, it already. Because it's been, like, it's been, like, a stable in the Hispanic community here in New England in oh, terms yeah. of, like, media and stuff, which is pretty cool. Has your um, dad ever been like an on-air guy, like on mic, or has he always just been kind yeah, of yeah in the fun? mornings? So oh, he really? does the morning show like six to eleven, yeah, six six a.m. to eleven. So has he since you started this podcast, have you guys just been like talking about it and like how you? Like, <laughs> no, yo, not really. Um, it's weird. It's funny. I and I've always thought about having him on the show. Definitely, because it's just like his business. This is like what this is, and this is like the new frontier. It'd be right, like, right, right. Hearing like the old guard of like like terrestrial radio or whatever they're talking about. It. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, like it's cool. We also have different styles. He also like he's very um, like I I get more explicit. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I don't think he's with the the ex, the, ex, the expletives. <laughs> yeah, uh, as much here. And like, um, I get, I get it. So like, 
And he, and, but he's always showed support. Obviously, he's always showed love, and he's always helped me out with like when it came to learning like the equipment at the station, which was cool. Yeah. Um, but I gotta have maybe I gotta have the OG on this show, like you know, once and and see see what I can get out of him, see if I can get like a, yeah, you know. So that'll be cool. But um, yeah, I was actually listening to the the. Um, the photo binder podcast. Like I've heard some, epi- like it's really good. Like I know you focus more on like obviously having conversations with like photographers and like yeah. having like a, but like you guys, you actually have like, like it was like, even if you don't like, if you're not in the industry, you're not in that field, bro. Like it was really, I think I listened to like the, um, your interview with, with Chris Buck and yeah. one with like uh, Liz Namath and they were yeah. both like, they were both yeah. great. Like Chris it was Buck good is, conversations. Yeah. I mean, it's like a real niche podcast. It's right. for like people that like are, professional photographers or like want to be professional photographers and it's kind of like just talking to all these people that have been in the business for a long time about like how they approach their craft and how they run their business because like like any creative endeavor endeavor you know like running a podcast right or being a painter or whatever it's like a it's a challenging road so it's like uh yeah no it's just interesting hearing all these different photographers kind of stories and how they've kind of like found their path and what they do yeah yeah and you're doing a really good job with that i didn't realize how long it ran i was like i I saw it on thing and it was like 200 when you when you start that it's like Uh, 237 episodes like like a little over four years i've been doing it now nice yeah i did like i kind of slowed down a little bit lately i only been doing a few episodes a month but like i basically did one at least one a week sometimes two or three for like four years straight yeah, which was cool, man. It was fun. Like, I mean, I still enjoy doing it. I'm, I, did, right. I did one last week, but uh, yeah, man, you just learn a lot, and it like it just gives you an excuse to talk to people. It, right? It, yeah. You know, like right? Because like being having like busy lives, like even my photographer friends who I want, I would love to pick their brain more than I do, but day to day life, you're mm-hmm. busy with work, family, whatever. Like, yeah. this is, gives you an excuse to sit down with someone and just ask them these questions that you normally wouldn't have time to. Bro, exactly. And that's why, like, that's why even, like, having you on right now is exactly what this is. Like, really, like, we're catching up mm-hmm. after, like, two years. And it's funny. It's cool, like, that, that, that like, I appreciate that you'd come out and, you know, and you get on the show. Like, because we really, we only had that week together. Like, we yeah. met that week. But it's just like there's something about traveling. It's just yeah, like you, yeah, you, connect. Bu- you connect, you build a bond. Even then, with like Alan. Yeah. Bro, Alan, <laughs> me, Alan, and Manny took a trip to DR um, like that uh, October in the 2019. And like me, Alan, and like, you know, we're over here trying to plan the next like trio trip. Like yeah. maybe go to Lebanon. Shout out to Alan. He's out there getting his master's in Lebanon. Yeah, he's ki- So Alan's, he's killing it, man. Alan, he's doing his thing. Alan's awesome, man. Yeah, that trip was awesome because the funny thing about that trip, I really didn't know any of you guys. Right. And I even knew, like the only person I knew was Jordan and I really didn't even know him that well. We had only hung out a couple times. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. I knew he was a cool dude, like skateboarder. And yeah. like I just hopped on that trip and I'm glad I did because, you know, it made like, uh, you know, good friends, you know. Yeah, man, great, great trip. I, I mean, I knew Jordan, like, I wasn't as close to Jordan as Manny was because they skated together, but he did come. I knew him from high school, and, like, he would come to some parties and stuff. He was yeah. a cool dude, man. Yeah. That was the first time I actually got to connect with him, too, which is dope. Uh, but you used to, like, you don't really skate anymore, though, right? Not much here and there. Like, I still got a board, and I'll push around, like, right. in, in summers and stuff. But, yeah, not like I did. Like, growing up, I skated. That was my life. Like, yeah, in, yeah. In, like, middle school, high school, like... I didn't care about anything else, man. I was just skateboarding, skateboarding, watching skateboard videos, yeah. looking at skate mags. I was everything. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. And, and that's how you got to, lo- like, know, like, Manny and the other homies and stuff like that, too? No. Like I like I said, I never had met Manny okay. until the Cuba trip. Oh, right, right, right. Um, I, I knew Jordan from skating. Like, we had some mutual, like, skate friends, and I had skated with them here and there. Like, at, like some I think, like, some skate parks or, like, in downtown Providence. But, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. Skateboarding is interesting. Like, if you're a skateboarder, like, there's, like, this mutual respect. Like, you can kind of yeah. go anywhere in the world, and it's just, like, show up the local spot. You can, right. It's just... It's just, like, its own language. It's its own, like, the form of, like, diplomacy. Yeah, it's like a... Bro- <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's pretty yeah, wild. It, it like, really is, dude. Yeah. Like, people... You go somewhere, like, I've had it happen so many times, be it in, uh, in the States, or, like, mm-hmm. I remember going to Barcelona, and you just link up, and... People tell you like where to go to eat, where to like do this, or what to look out for. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah, just from having that mutual interest. Yeah, it's fucking, it's dope, man. It's it's really dope. And um, but and then recently you came back from from DR, like so. Yeah. How was that, bro? Like you were just out there shooting like baseball players, yo. I, I feel, is that like what you shoot most, like a lot of sports stuff, or you kind of just like. I mean, I shoot a mix of stuff. I think in the last few years, I shot a lot of baseball. Like, I, I've been doing this project forever on Cape yeah. Cod. They have the Cape Cod Baseball League, which is, yeah, like, yeah. it's a summer league for, like, the top collegiate players. So, I've been shooting that for years, which is fun. What? It's kind of doing, like, documentary, kind of the dude's training and getting ready for games and portraits and all this stuff. And that's what I enjoy doing is kind of, kind of more, like, documentary stuff. So, I knew right. I had to go to the DR because, as you know, I mean, oh, yeah. DR baseball is like I was even surprised going down there, man. Like baseball is really like a religion down there. Like, oh yeah, it's oh no, yeah, bro. And no joke, we went because I was going all these different like this local fields, this like in all the different like towns or whatever. And there was one, no joke. I show up to the baseball field, they're having church in the field. Like everyone was mm-hmm. in the stands, and the pastor was like, like on no joke on the mound. Speaking. That's wild. And I was like, wow, this really is awesome. And I think they ended yeah. up playing like softball after the the service or whatever. It was, oh, yeah, it was wild. Um, but that was an amazing trip, man. I got to see Manny for like a day at the end of the trip. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, it just getting to see like, uh, man, people baseball is life down there. Yeah, man. And how long were you out there? Like a week or yeah, so? W- yeah, what? one week, and like all that's all I was doing. Yeah, like bro. I was just shooting. Just going to like every field I could find, just photographing this like the kids and then like some of the older dudes who were mm-hmm. like trying to make it to like getting signed or whatever. And it, it was awesome. We got to go with me and Manny went to one of the pro games, yeah, which was cool. Las Aguilas, yep, that's like the that Las Aguilas and, and the Tigres de Lice, those are like the two, like that's like Red Sox Yankees out oh, there. Oh, yeah, 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 it was yeah. awesome, dude. And the whole vibe was so awesome. Like we we're sitting in the stands and uh. Dude, they sell like full bottles of rum. Like, Yo, man, he was selling. Yeah, it's fucking wild. Like, yeah, are you kidding? dude, yeah. If that happened in the states. People would be like going to jail. Dude, like, oh my <laughs> god, yeah, I would imagine like it would be like a like a like a fucking soccer match like out in England, like watching like a the der- like the derbies or the derbies. Yeah, like th- shit would get crazy. I thought it was so interesting because it's like they have all the like the girls that like sell the like drinks and stuff, and they mm-hmm. come up and they got they just bust out a glass bottle and then they actually pour the. The rum. You literally like, get like table and, bottle service. Yeah, you get, you get bottle yeah. service. And the and even more interesting thing, it's like so chill. Like you don't even like pay once you get it. They're like, yeah, this pay at the end of the game. I was like, yeah, this, yeah. This is such a different like way of life down there. It's so like chill, man. Bro, all they need left is just to have like a hookah, and a little hookah table I'm for each section. I'm, I'm sure it's stuff. coming, man. Yo, yeah, no, it's <laughs> weird because the, the I mean, like DR has like a very like hookah is like so different, like in terms of general, like everybody's smoking like a hookah now, like. Yeah. In our generation, but like the older heads just hate that. But it's just funny. It's just like because that's also part of like the club culture. Yeah. And like it's just like I wouldn't be surprised if like they were just blowing down hookahs. I never, the, I never liked hookah, man. I remember no. trying it in college. Like I just didn't understand the point. It's just like I loved hookah. I still, I don't, I, I like it less now because it's like. <laughs> 
too trendy it, now. It, it's, it too, that's part of it, maybe. Like, but there has been times where I've just woken up and it's just like the hookah is just like it's on my body for like the next day. It's like part of what's, the hangover. What, what's almost. your What's your flavor? Just mint, bro. I, just I keep mint, it classy. Right. It's just like it's also just like the oral fixation too, bro. You're literally just like you're yeah. like constantly smoking. You're drinking. You're like look like a fucking you blowing like a dragon's <laughs> amount of smoke out bro and you just look like you know just like a thing and then you get the head buzz too like if you were yeah, to smoke guess, cigarettes yeah. and shit like that so yeah i get it i just, yeah, I just never got into it yeah yeah no i feel you it's probably a better thing too bro <laughs> i i just always had like nicotine has always been like my voice that i can't let go like it's the hardest thing to quit man yeah. i have so many friends and i have like one of my friends i mean he, 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 his parents all smoke so it's like he started smoking which i think is a common thread but yeah. like He's gone stretches where he's like quit for a year mm-hmm. and, and just like one party, he lights up another stick yeah. and then it's like off to the races again. Yeah, fine. yeah, but, yeah. So like, man, I feel it, it's it's tough to quit, man. I, yeah. I, I definitely don't. Uh, yeah, I'm glad I never got into it. But yeah, it's a tough fight. I've always like I, I've never felt like I've like I always like have to like when I smoke bud, like I always put tobacco in it so i always okay. smoke spliffs it's like a mix i used to smoke cigarettes back in college like od and then like i used to pack lips too oh so, like man. i used to do and like anything <laughs> to get that head like always but i haven't i don't remember the last time i packed the lip like i, I kind of <laughs> let that go after like i was probably like 23 i didn't realize in massachusetts they stopped selling like the flavored ones you can't get, oh really yeah because they didn't want like it was a couple years ago because they didn't want like kids oh getting, yeah like, yeah shit. yeah i remember hearing something about yeah. that so like and like even just like the like backwards and like games like, Jewel, like that too. remember when like jewel was popping off yeah. that's when it was a couple years ago because all like the high school kids and like even younger kids were doing like flavored jewels so i think they yeah. just did like all, everything like from tobacco to whatever flavored stuff they just banned it yeah bro yeah have um so when you were in dr like were you did you hit up any beaches at all too or were you, was it just like i was because i went down there just shit? like for me because like as a photographer i'm like always trying to create new work because that's kind of what helps me like it, it, the more I shoot, it helps me find assignments from like commercial, like either magazines or like um, commercial clients. It's just mm. like that's just kind of part of the job. Like, yeah, yeah, doing, yeah. If you're not doing assignment work, you got to be creating your own work. So I was just mm. down there on a mission, man. Like I, I teamed up with like a local like like this producer down there who works kind of like more like in vi- film and like video production. But she was just like tapped into the whole baseball world down there. Like sure. she, she knew everyone. Like I said, she got me and Manny into the pro league and we got to go like right. on the field in the dugouts and everything. And she was kind of my guide through the whole area because I don't speak Spanish. Mm-hmm. So that kind of helped having like an interpreter and like she knew the area and she brought me to like dozens of fields. Um, so like, yeah, I was just down there, like on a mission. I mean, I think I walked to the beach like once <laughs> I was like, yeah, staying at one yeah, place, yeah, yeah. but it wasn't like so much like a vacation like that. I was just right. like, man, on a mission trying to shoot as much baseball as I could. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a whole like, call, like it's funny cause that's a whole, like, like you were talking about like a religion and stuff, that subculture too out there in DR. Like it's funny cause my uncle's really into that. Like he was big playing baseball mm-hmm. growing up. And like, so there's another team called the San Francisco Gigantes. I remember when I was younger, he took me to the game and then he took me to like the locker room and I got a, the ball signed by all the players. I want to say I was too young, but I do want to say that I met Nelson Cruz in that locker wow, room. Like now that I think about game. it, I was like, yo, I think I might've met Nelson Cruz, Cruz once. Cause he has a couple signed bathrooms like in, um, in his living room. He has like a little like, mem- yeah. like mem- memorabilia thing. My uncle, um, and he has a, a signed bat from Nelson Cruz and he's like cool with him. He's always like, yo, if they ever come to Fenway, you're at a game, just like, like let me know and or something like that. So yeah, so it's like a little flex, but um, yeah, it's wild, man. And like, 
I'm excited to go there too, just cause like I I'm like usually like growing up like Dominican out here to like like people like like kids like me like they always go to DR like once a year they spend the yeah. summer there so like that I always never liked that I would go like once every four years for like reunions or like something big. What do you got like any family down there? At all? I got a, yeah I got a lot of family down there so okay. I got like a couple of my not like enough family like my my grandmother and grandfather used to be back and forth like a couple of my uncles live out there some cousins out there too and I'm gonna visit them when I go um, when I go see Manny in January. Um. But it was funny because when it, I, it, I've always gone like just like with my parents, like, like we'll go spend time with family and then we'll spend like three days in a resort and then yeah. like, we'll come back to the States. And that 2019 trip was the first time like I got to like experience the country. Yeah. Like almost like as we did in Cuba, like as we did in Cuba, just like going around, like fucking around, getting to know like local shit. Yeah. So that was really cool. And uh, that's something I'm really excited about going back. That's the way uh, I like to and, travel, man. Yeah. Like even on that DR trip, there was a couple. I was kind of bouncing around the places I was yeah. staying, and there was a couple nights where I just uh, the place they had me stay was like out of mm. like a resort, and I didn't really like. I was literally just sleeping there and eating, and then like was out shooting the rest of the time. But I just thought like, like I get going to resorts fun. Like if you just want to chill, relax, just like eat food, drink, and right, yeah. pool is cool. But like for me, like I felt like if I went traveled that far, like what's the point of even like. Going yeah, there, yeah. Like, if you're just gonna stay and not yeah. like explore and get to like I talk to you. people, and that's why like the trip Manny put together for us, who like runs uh, Manny. Shout runs, out Real Emergence. Yeah, Real Emergence. Yeah. Where his whole thing, like we're talking about, is like doing these trips where it's not like you're not staying at a resort. You're actually like going to the local places to eat. You're you're talking to real people, and it's not like you're just at like some hotel with your right. Hotel, yeah, which which is the way I like to travel. But yeah, I don't know. No, I hear you. I hear you. So yeah. I mean, like, it's like that's like the, that's like the classic like f- fucking first generation like uh, vacation back to the homeland. Like literally, just visit family for like a week and a half, <laughs> spend the last three days in uh, in some resort in like Punta Cana or hey, something. Hey man, the gunners, I'm not I'm not hating. Yeah. On it. It's fun. Yeah, like, yeah, there's yeah, definitely yeah. a time for it. It's just a chill, man. Yeah, no, I hear you. But I prefer I prefer like those those real the real immersion trips way more than that. Like so. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's cool. Remember that Cuba? I don't know. It's popped in my mind that that like art gallery club we went to. La Fabrica. Dude, that was like, yo. I can't wait to go back there, man. There was like, it, it was like a fun house, like uh, for partying, dude. Yeah. There was like a gallery. They had like multi, like 10 different rooms with different music. There was like a DJ room. Yeah, yeah. A live band. Then yep. they had like a mellow room. Like, mm-hmm. I, that place was insane. That place was, that was like the best venue slash club <laughs> I've ever been to in my entire life. Dude, you, 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 you won the night, the first night there. You the first, a, yeah. A little, little, little chica over there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember, I, it's funny, I got her, or, <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah, I got her number that night and then I called, I remember I called her like to see if she come out with us on the last night yeah, you went to Fabrica. But then she was working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, and then, but then we ended up. Did you, you go up, with us the second, the second night? I did. Too? Yeah, you went both nights, yeah, right? Yeah. And then I ended up just. I think I got some Jamaican chicks number or something like that. Like last minute, you're killing it. Yeah, yeah, bro. That was uh, that was a trip for the ages, man. Like, yeah. And uh, but yeah, that was like such a cool venue. Like they had like like you said, it was like a fun house, bro. And like so, they literally like the la, la fabrica de arte is like this. I think it's like it was like on Time Magazine yeah, too, they, right? They, like they, they had. Like, Time Magazine is like top 100 places to visit in yeah, the world yeah. or something. Like. So for those of you who don't know about La Fabrica de Arte, that's li- it's literally just a, like we said, like this big ass venue. And there's got to be at least like five, six, seven, eight, up to 10 different rooms. And it's just like a different vibe, like a different party. 
like with an overall vibe yeah. of the whole venue, but like different like parties like everywhere, and there's like bars everywhere. There's like crazy artwork like in galleries, like and it's like different I don't know bars, yeah. Different. And there's people from all over the world because it's like a big tourist attraction. It's not like it's touristy in, in the sense that like it's like a thing that people want to see, but it's not but like the going to like, go there too, right? Exactly. It's not like going to Times Square like no. when you're in New York or something like that. Like yeah, it was. Like unbelievable, and like I would love to go back. Yeah. Um. Unfortunately, I mean, from what I hear, I haven't been following too much. Um. Uh. Cuba's not doing too good right now when it comes to like oh, no, a lot dude. of shit. So yeah. like, I don't even think you can like travel there right now. Yeah. Um. Which is terrible. I mean, I mean, it was already having a hard enough time as it was. Like when yeah. we were there two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I can't yeah. even imagine. I mean, I've kept in contact with some of those guys. Yeah. I know, like. Uh, a couple of them have moved out, like the yeah, Reynaldo, Reynaldo, shout out Reynaldo. He moved to Russia. Yep, and, and or, Orly's moving to Sweden, I think, because he just got married. Oh yeah, he but, just got married. So I, I haven't talked to Orly. I actually have Orly. Shout out to um OG twenty three YG skateboard. Yeah, you got the T right now. Yeah, the middle finger one. Yeah, uh, I'm over here showing the shirt like I'm on video. <laughs> <laughs> videos coming in twenty twenty two. Videos coming in twenty twenty two. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, shout out, I mean. Those guys, I know Orly, like he's been, like he's been grinding for a while to do that, and like he got married, so he's gonna go to Sweden. So the best of luck to all of them. I remember Renato hit me up in uh, in the summer to, if I could, you know, hit a couple of us up actually to help him out to to get him to Russia. Yeah, dude, so, I helped him know. out, and uh, yeah, it seems like he's having a good time over there. Yeah, he's killing it. Yeah, man, cause, yeah, I don't know about you, but like going to Cuba, dude, like. I mean, you take a lot of shit for granted up here. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. If you remember, we walked into like a pharmacy when we were out there. Mm-hmm. There's nothing on the shelf, dude. Yeah, like, there's yeah. not even anything there. Right. Like, whereas you go to CVS, think about like there's just like thousands of products. It's just like everything you could Always, want yeah. is there. But down there, it's like, yeah. yeah. I mean, we were staying that like the place we were staying at was nice. I remember a couple of days we just didn't even have water, and that's just normal yeah, for them. Yeah. They're just like, yeah, that's what it is. Like, hopefully it comes back. Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty wild, and it's funny because even that spot we stayed at in Vedado in Havana, I think that's one of like, I guess for like for intents purposes, like the like the more affluent or like wealthier like neighborhoods oh, in in Cuba. So for, for even them to like for that to be like the lifestyle every day, it's like I mean you learn like, and it's funny too like because it's like they. At the time, like you get, there's still like life still goes on, and it's funny how they still like, like they're not. It's not like what you think you may hear, like in terms of the news. So that's why I feel like that's why even I think those trips like that, like a real immersion trip, is like so important because it's just like you hear so much shit about what's going on in different countries, but it's just, like you don't really know until you tap in yeah. into like a local community like that, and like stuff still goes on. People still like find joy in their lives, which is like kind of a beautiful thing, and um. But yeah, I mean, things are, I hear things are worse, but, you know, since we've been there and like, you know, yeah. hopefully things clear up and, you know, hopefully we can go back there and have another trip and see like that, like that friend group we made out there. Remember that night at the fucking, we went out clubbing and like everybody, like we took them, we took like all the homies out to like yeah. that club, which is kind of like the bougier club that no one really gets oh, into. Yeah, Remember like we bottles there? Yeah, mad bottles. Yeah. And that was cool because like that was. Lester and like. It was Lester and Botón <laughs> and I think uh, Reynaldo yeah, came out with them. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, that was dope. That was a fun night. And like I remember we were all out there. It was just like, it was all mad love. Everybody was like, yo, like we should do this again. Yeah, yo, I'm going to stay out here. Like it was just everybody me was and, like. Me lit. and Jordan are like, we're going to learn Spanish when we get home. Yeah. 
yeah. Mucho, Still working on mucho that. Respect, <laughs> mucho respect. Mucho respect. Jordan. <laughs> that shit was fun. Yo, that shit was super funny. Yeah. Um, but that was a great night. And um, so, yeah, man, shout out, shout out to Cuba. Cuba, you know, and hopefully, you know, things yeah, get better. But shout out to the, to the guys down there and the people down there and all that. For real, man. I got to yeah. do more of that. It, it, you know, I don't know. You just get busy in your day-to-day life that's, like, grinding out here. But, like... Any chance to get to do those cool trips, man? That's like mm-hmm. that. That's the shit I I, I look forward to more. Always, than yeah. always, man. Yeah, yeah. And you were and you were shooting like crazy out there, bro. And like I was even saying, like <laughs> now, bro. I'm still posting on my Instagram, <laughs> just like if I'm getting like a, a little flex off, a little thirst trap off. Like I'll still post pictures <laughs> from that trip two years ago Dude. on my feed. Yeah. Um. I mean, and speaking of which, I kind of like going back. Like, yeah. You're pretty, you know. Especially from like, like from some of the episodes I heard in Photo Banter, bro, you really out here in the streets with <laughs> with with the lens and the camera and like in your career, like how did you like kind of find your way into like photography on that level and like how did you get to like you know where you got now? Like, yeah, I mean for me, like I've always had an interest in like photography. I remember like even as a little kid, like like seeing my parents had like an old like thirty five millimeter film camera, yeah, and even a young kid just like taking it out of the the whatever the, where they were storing it and like. Just like playing around with it, not even shooting pictures. It's like clicking the button, hearing yeah, the yeah. shutter sound. It's kind right. of pretending like I'm always shooting, and then like, and then eventually at some point, like picked up the camera and like got some film in it. Like, uh, mm. I think really when I got into it the most was like from skateboarding. Really, like I yeah. was skateboarding. I wasn't the best skateboarder, but I was all right. But like my friends were a lot better, so I started bringing my camera around to the skate park. Or mm-hmm. we used to go to Boston like on the weekends, like every weekend to go skate through the city, and like that's how I really kind of learned photography. And I was shooting. This is like pre digital, still shooting film. Mm-hmm. Just kind of my little thirty five millimeter would shoot a couple rolls every weekend, bring it to CVS. Mm-hmm. get it processed and that trial and error and it was so it's so funny thinking now like back then there was no youtube and none of this type right. of shit where like dude i don't do with you you can fucking learn anything dude like i don't know about that's you. facts <laughs> dude, i saved so much money shout out to youtube man i fixed so yeah. much shit on my car like random camera shit yeah and like this learned so much stuff but back then it was like trial and error like trying to figure it out like had to like get like buy photo books and figure out what I was doing wrong. Right. Um, took like some photo classes at like the mm. local high school or whatever and always just loved it. Um, and you know, I thought I wanted just to shoot skateboarding, which I did for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, went out to California and was shooting like some of my friends who were pro skateboarders for a little bit. Um, but kind of got burnt out on the skateboarding stuff at a certain point. It just kind of started to all kind of feel the same. Mm-hmm. Um, so I ended up going to college for photography out in uh, Rochester, New York. And that's where it really kind of opened up for me. Cause at that point, the only thing I knew about photography was like skate magazines, like yep. Th- Thrasher. And that was it. Um, but getting an opportunity to go to school for college for photography, um, I just learned so much about the craft, like the history, like, mm-hmm. like learning about like Ansel Adams and like all these famous photographers and really getting to like have access to like better equipment and like these like amazing professors who yeah. uh, learned so much from, and that's when I kind of started to get more into like portraiture and like documentary work, which yeah. I kind of do now, which is kind of, uh, that's where it kind of all opened up for me getting to go to school for it. That's dope, man. Yeah. That's sick. And, uh, that's also like, that's sort of like where, how you mentioned, like, you know, you can learn anything on YouTube. Like it's before the YouTube days. That's kind of where I'm at now. Like, I'm at, like, a spot where, like, I, I need to make a living, but, like, now I've 
feel like maybe I've, I don't know if I, like, I would call this, yeah, I guess my calling in a way in terms of, like, trying to, like, bring, you know, this platform, like, elevate it. So I'm really, like, I thought to myself, like, I want to be, like, the J. Cole of this shit in the yeah, sense that, like, J. Cole does everything himself. All right, obviously. And, like, and for me, like, you know, obviously, like, monetizing this <clears throat> on some levels is a dream. Yeah. But it's not, like, always what, like, what keeps me going in terms of because I feel like I probably would have, like, if that's that was my sole motivation is like trying to like make a like a crazy career out of this and like blow up because like it's just like I feel like that's what would end up killing the joy for me and it wouldn't be interesting because right. like people can see through that like I think right. the reason like w- no matter what you're doing like if you actually really have a passion for it and I yeah. think that probably comes through in what I do yeah because yeah, like yeah. I, as, for me like yeah I want to make as much money as I can but at the end of the day like. I'd still be shooting pictures if I, like, still was doing something else. Like, yeah, yeah, there yeah. There's plenty of years where I was working this shitty-ass jobs, like, at, like, fucking Lowe's or, like, some warehouse or whatever right. just to <clears throat> pay the bills. But then I was still just doing that in my free time. So it's, yeah. like, I think it, it just comes through. Like, man, you can tell you love doing this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, thank you. I appreciate it. I, yeah, bro, I appreciate all the love that you showed this <laughs> fucking podcast so far, bro. <laughs> yeah, I Actually, he used to, like, hit me. He'll still hit me up, like... Like, uh, when are you coming? Like, when when are you like when I've been on like little hiatus stints where I haven't recorded? He's like, bro, when's the next episode? Or, I'm like, what's up with the audio? Uh, you guys with, yeah. Oh yeah, when I recorded that episode with uh with Manny and and one of the mics like, wasn't on, I was pissed. And like they were, and the mic was the the audio was fucked up on their mics, and like he was the first one to hit me up like right when the episode because like, it was a great episode. Yeah. yeah. But you know, those are the learning. I made all those mistakes myself, yeah. man. Like you, you learn as you go. Yeah, yeah. But like, hopefully, like I also just want to leverage it. Like you know, I want to learn how to use Audition and how to clean up audio and then how to edit video and yeah, how man. to basically produce a podcast. Because it's just like at the very least, like you know, I also have my own thing. Like I can make a living, like working for you know, using my skills, helping other people and stuff oh, like that too. Dude, so and like, like even the, the fact you're doing this, like you yeah. don't know what doors could open up. Like exactly, some, something yeah. you not you're not even thinking about. Yeah, like who knows? Maybe you could end up like. Ra- Hosting a radio show or some shit. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Whatever. Who knows? Out here just doing it. You know, that's why I try to mind myself. Just just try new shit, man. Just like, give it a try. See where it goes. Yeah, man. It's funny because I'm in in education now. And I've tried to... I always talk about it here and there because at the end of the day, I'm going to talk about my life and what I do. And (laughs) and then I'll let let God decide what happens for me moving forward, bro. (laughs) But like... It's really just like I'm in, I'm in a position and I've said this. I know y'all heard me in the past before, yo. Like it's what's going to give. Like there's going to come that day yeah. where my principal maybe co- becomes, um, you know, aware of, of my podcast and, and maybe might listen to the wrong episode. And nah, you're boy, not, you're not doing anything too crazy. But um, but even I don't I don't even I don't mind um, working in education, too. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, um, I do. I like working with kids. There's a, but there's a, there's a level of like, of, of like composure that you need, oh, yeah. like and longevity on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. And it's just like, I see if I like leading a classroom, like, I'm not saying I can't do it, but it's just like, God, I don't know. I, I feel like it wouldn't be good for my overall <laughs> mental health. Like dealing moving with, forward, like parents, de- dealing with shit. parents and dealing with like those kids on that level. Oh yeah. It's and, a lot like, of pressure, man. It's just a lot of pressure and it's just like. And, yeah, and I mean, but I do have fun work, like, as a TA, like, I like being a TA, where it's just, like, right now my role is, like, I, I'm basically, like, the like the fun uncle or older brother, <laughs> so that's, like, my vibe, and, like, I, and then, like, I'm also, like, dis- like, I, like, I can 
shut it off in terms of like when yeah, I'm yeah. being a disciplinarian or like when I'm like don't, trying to have fun with other. <laughs> don't hit each other. Oh my, yeah, I have. It's funny because when stuff like that happens too, like sometimes I want to let it play out or like I want to laugh. Like, like that's that's also another thing. Like I've like kids busting their ass is like the yeah. funniest thing to me. Yeah, and like that's like low key one of the hardest. Like I've seen like I yo know, kid like dead ass. I was it was my fault too. And the kid was running around the, across the classroom, and like I go to sit down and I stretch out my leg, and he trips over, and he literally like flies <laughs> over and scorpions into the table, and I'm just like, oh my god! I'm just like, are you like, I'm like holding everything back, bro, like to not like yeah. die laughing, and and he was fine, thank God, but like, yeah, it's dude. just like shit like that. It's just like you can't laugh in the situations, being like, yeah, you have being to an have- educator. Yeah, you have to have a lot of patience. Yeah, it's like I I can only imagine like because you have to keep your composure, like you said, yeah. like you know with the kids and the parents, and you can't flip out, and mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. and even and then like there's just the layer of like private school too, because okay. it's just like there's just like there's the conundrum of private school, where it's just like you you know you choose, I guess that's one thing that gets me frustrated, especially with dealing with like maybe like the parents and stuff like that. It's like you send your kids to a school such as this because maybe you believe in our mission and you know the way we go about you know educating your children yeah or it, but then like a lot of times it just ends up being like oh you also oh, you actually pay your you pay so your kids can do whatever the fuck they want and then like yeah so like, it, it can be tough like that's that's one thing that's really tough about like dealing with yeah, it's um, like anything. I got a education. restaurant. I want to speak to the manager. Right, bro. right. <laughs> there's a lot of that, bro. I'm sure. And dude. without going in, there's without going into any further no, detail, no, we don't have to do that. Like, there's like a lot of escalations where it's yeah, just like yeah. parents instead of reaching out to us, they'll reach out to maybe the you know the head of. I get it. So it's just like, oh my god. Yeah. But um, you know, well, it it it'll fall. The cards will fall where they may. I do. I do like what I do right now, and I'm making pretty good money and. Good man, it's funny. Yeah, you got the big live. We're in the big living room, we man. Big <laughs> ass living room, man. I was blessed with the spot. It was actually a friend from work whose friend owns this house, and she needed someone to come in ASAP. And bro, what I'm paying for this, like, is <laughs> it's really it's it's. I lucked out like crazy, bro. Hell yeah, man. But, um, it's funny. So you shoot a lot of baseball and stuff like that, bro. But you're also a big like baseball guy. Me and you, but me and you were going back and forth, and yeah. uh, you know. The Red Sox playoffs, bro. It was a great year, man. It was a great year for us. Yeah, it was a great year. Uh, I, mean, I mean, they got rid. Of, I was, I was surprised they got rid of Renfro. I mean, yeah, bro. What do you think of what? 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 Where, where is your head at with with our free agency right now? I don't know. I'm <laughs> really. I'm kind of upset. Uh, I don't know Renfro. The thing about him, he had a like. He was great. Like his playoffs weren't that great, but he he was playing great up until like. August end of August there, and yeah. Then, and then once he got into September, his back kind of t- got cold. But yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting. I mean, JBJ man, you can't hate on him. Let's we'll see what he does. But I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he's a solid defender, and people even said, like, some of the talking heads, like obviously on like ESPN, like I guess apparently like Renfro wasn't as good defensively despite his like crazy arm. Yeah, because he would he, kinda, was, he would he would always try to make the long toss when yeah. sometimes he better he'd be better off just throwing it off to the, yeah. the cutoff guy where he wanted to like save the day, which I don't know sometimes you can't. Yeah, do I remember it. there was a couple of runs that could have been saved. I don't know if it was the Tampa Bay series or the Houston series. Yeah, um, where he should have hit the cutoff man, but he decided to go to home or he should have gone to third. Yeah, um, but even just like our pitching signings though, it's just like yeah, what it was like we we didn't get Erod, which I wasn't like. 
I wasn't like crazy. Like I, it didn't break my heart that we lost. Yeah, he was like, like he, 50, was he was solid. Like 50, 50 kind he was of. a very 50, 50 guy. When he was strong, he was strong. But it's just like he never. I feel like he never got past where we thought he we needed him to be, or like where where he needed to be for us. And yeah. then like we weren't gonna give him the money. Detroit gave him anyways. Yeah. And then, but then, like we signed like what we signed like Michael Waka, yep. and like Rich Hill, and like another who's like James Pax, and all these washed up like pitchers yeah. that like can be tossed around in the rotation, or maybe like play around as like long relievers. And I'm just like, I, like maybe I'm just disappointed because I thought this was the year. Like I know we've been rebuilding. Like they're gonna break out the checkbook. <laughs> I thought for a pitcher at least. Well, we'll see. It's in lockout right now, so who knows what's gonna. I happen know, bro. The, the which, lockout. That's kind of that's crazy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we're in lockout right now. But the thing is that all the good pitchers are t- like Scherzer got shot. Scherzer got signed. He's good, but he's old. Like, he's old. Yeah, like, um, but there's a who else got? Uh, they, Robbie Ray got signed. He oh, was a Cy Young guy. Uh, what's his face? Marcus Stroman from the Mets. I thought we might had a chance at him. Yeah, hey, he's good. Yeah, uh, but he went to Chicago. The Cubs. I I totally I. I don't see him being a fit as a red. Like I don't think he'd be happy as a Red Sox. I think yeah, he's he's wild on Twitter. Like, yeah, he, 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 even the Mets fans were getting tired of him, but because yeah. he's very uh, vocal. But whatever. yeah, yeah, I don't know. But he, he th- was solid. He had like a two eighty ERA. Like we need a first baseman. Is what we really need. I mean, yeah. like Schwarber, he's good. He's got a bat, but he was not a first baseman. And then uh, Bobby, same thing. He's he had a good bat. Um, but we'll see what happens to him. Yeah, we'll see, bro. Yeah. But that's for all the baseball fans out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for all the baseball fans out there, bro. Um, all three of you. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, bro. Do you follow? Do you follow fighting at all? Or yeah, I mean a little bit. Like I a couple, few years back, I was more into the UFC. I used me and my brother mm-hmm. used to watch a ton of the fights. I feel like I kind of like haven't been watching as many as I used to. Yeah, the fight game's so weird now. Now it's turned into like a sideshow with like all the Jake Paul bullshit, yeah. which is just like I don't really give a shit, man. Like. I, people love it, but I don't know. I never buy those fights. I'll just watch the clips afterwards. But yeah, I mean, I love watching boxing. It's great. Um, I mean, there's some cool local boxers here in Providence. Yeah, you were shooting Victor Reynoso last year, right? Yeah, yeah, Victor. Yeah, he's good. He's a good local. I saw his one of his fights um, two years ago. I feel like he hasn't fought in a while, though. Yeah, the pandemic kind of, like, cooled that off because they used to yeah. have all the events over at the, uh, what's the casino? Twin River. Twin River. Yeah, but yeah. I think they're doing it again now, but I think it's just still kind of... I feel like a lot of people still aren't going out as much as they used to, which is kind of, it's kind of tough. Yeah, man. There's but. been some good. I've been picking it up a little bit more because there's been some good fights these last three weeks. Like Devin Haney fought, uh, Teofimo Lopez fought, and he um. Was it last night Lomachenko? I think fought or something. L- Lomachenko fought. I yeah. think did he fight last night? Yeah, my brother texted me. It was on HBO. He won. Something. Yeah. 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 I think that was his first fight. Now they're talking about him and Cambosos because Cambosos beat Teofimo. That dude Connor Ben rocked somebody last night. He killed him. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you get what was the the heavyweight fight with uh, Tyson Fury and uh, what's the other dude's name? They, uh, uh, what's his face? They fought like a month or two ago, and I I didn't get that. Fight. Deontay Wilder. Yeah, Deontay Wilder. But they they said to that this day. That was good. They said. They said that was like an all-time fight. That's why I, I kind of wish. Uh, that's the thing with the fights, man. Is you never know what you're going to get, and it's expensive. Right. So it's like, get the pay-per-view ones. It's like $70 or whatever. Oh, I got the stream for the low. I'll, okay, I'll send you, you the, the link. Red, you got send, the Reddit? I got the Reddit stream. I'll send you the link after this. You know what I'm All saying? Right. <laughs> I, I heard Amanda Nunez got choked out last night. She oh, lost. Really? Yeah. yeah. And she was supposed to be like a god. I really, like, there's even, like, quote, like, 
Like I see memes already on stuff uh, on like uh, on Instagram and stuff like that, and saying just like just like text threads, just like yo, Amanda Nunes lost. It's like to who? God? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah she got choked out last night. Every, everyone loses eventually. Like eventually. Uh, yeah. But she's still in her prime. Knows what it is. Like I think that's why everybody's yeah. kind of surprised. Like yeah, it's not like McGregor. Yeah, he's like, done, dude. Like I don't care. Yeah. About, I haven't cared about McGregor fights in like over two years. Like it's mm-hmm. like. He's just such, I mean, he just seems like a real shithead, to be honest. Like, I mean, <laughs> sure. like, he can sell a fight, though. Yeah. And he was no, pretty. He can, he can. Uh, but, yeah. I mean, he's he's old news. Like, I don't know. I feel like the fight game, it seems like you got to be young and like, that's got to be your life. But once yeah. you become a star, like, you kind of fall off. Like, what was the uh, Ronda Rousey? Remember? Oh, she my w- God. Yeah. She was like killing everybody. But then she kind of became, felt- she became a movie star. And then, like, it was game over. Yep. Like, uh, after she- Holly Holm knocked her out, her career, like, she, I don't think she won a fight after that. Yeah. I <laughs> like, think she fought one more time or something. That was yeah. It. Uh, she, she got destroyed, bro. Yeah. That's fucking wild. Do you follow Pats at all? I'm not big into football, to no. be honest. I, mostly baseball. I follow the Celtics. Mm-hmm. I went to a Celtics game like a month ago or whatever. Uh, but I would say baseball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, me too, bro. Me I got too. big into golfing during the pandemic. Oh, yeah? Dude, I fucking, it's like my new addiction. Yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. I never thought I'd be like a golf dude, but it's pretty fucking fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've never gotten into golf. Nah. And like, spe- I guess speaking of the pandemic too, because like last time we saw each other was right before the world. Yeah. Like went to shit. Like how 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 was that for you overall? Like getting through it? Like is there anything that like what like it also a good question I wanted to ask. I want to ask more people this. It's just like we're on the other side of this on on some level in the sense that like Yeah. Like it we're in like the cycle now, but we kind of found a routine within the pandemic, but like within that first year and a half where it sort of just like disrupted our life completely. Like yeah. how was that like for you and how like I mean like everybody, like the initial thing was like yeah. uh, am I how am I gonna pay my bills? Like right. how am I gonna work? Uh yeah, first few months were pretty like not much going on. Uh but I don't know, I'm pretty honestly like I'm pretty like low key myself anyway. So I wasn't sure. like there was not much that really like changed my life a yeah, lot. Okay. Cause like I wasn't like I wasn't going out to clubs anymore like i wasn't doing any of that shit right. like i'm not big like that the main thing was just like work slowed down and just trying to navigate that mm-hmm. but then after a while like you figured it out and, and now the last six months have been really good for me like sure work-wise hopefully it keeps going through um but yeah i don't know yeah definitely weird weird fucking times man mm-hmm. even this like at least for me the hardest thing i've been talking to a lot of my friends uh like running a business like with photography, like trying to market your business, no one works in an office anymore. Right. So it's like how, like really, like most of my job as a photographer, like taking pictures is like such a small part of it. Most of it is like marketing your work. Like you're basically like a sales guy trying to like find new clients and like reach out to them. Mm-hmm. Where like pre-pandemic, I'd go like meet with advertising agencies or go meet with editors at magazines in Boston or New York or whatever. Mm-hmm. But now no one works in a fucking office anymore. So it's like hard to like sell your product or service or whatever anymore. So that's kind of been the most challenging thing through the pandemic in terms of like running a business. It's like trying sure. to figure out how, how you keep the train on the track and keep like keep building, you know? Yeah. 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 But I don't know. It's it, you just kind of shot your way through the pandemic too. Like, did you just work your way through it? Yeah, work my way through. I remember it. talking to you a couple of weeks or like last month too, it being like you were you were just like, yeah, bro, I'm recording like three episodes a week, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> photo banter yeah, and stuff. Like, the, the, yeah, yeah, the beginning of the pandemic there, I was doing a lot because it was like I had nothing else to do. So I was like, fuck it, I'll just go hard on this. That, yeah. that was cool. Like, I, I'm glad I had that going already because it, it gave me something to do uh, during mm-hmm. the beginning of the pandemic. But other than that. 
I've been a lot more proactive on, on like reaching out to clients, like like pitching stories and ideas to magazines, sure. which has been good. Like I got a lot of assignments and work that way this year. So I mm. don't know. I'm just trying to like, I don't know, make shit happen. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just make it happen. You know, like mm. I said, just keep shooting, keep putting it out there. And like so far, knock on wood, it's been working. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Yeah. That's good, man. I mean, it was, for, especially for this pot, it was like, uh, I mean, for me, it was, <clears throat> at first, because I came back from New York, I already didn't have a job when I moved back, yeah. <laughs> and then the pandemic, honestly, like, unemployment was like, a, like I was making more money in unemployment than I, had yeah, yeah, <laughs> than yeah, yeah, yeah. I did, like, ever in my life. Fuck it, man, we pay taxes all that time, man. Yo, like, right? It's just like, yeah, fuck that, and I also, like, I I also thought about it as, like, yo, I, I bought into the American dream. Yeah. For four years, and it didn't work out like I thought it would. Oh, what do you mean? Like, going down to New York and, like... Like, yeah, I went to I went to college. I got into mad debt. Yeah. I went to New York, and I fucking worked my ass off for... for not for nothing, but, like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's life experience, but yeah. it's just, like, and now I'm back on my ass. Like, yeah, I, I you know, I need this money to get back on my feet, Uncle Sam. Like, y'all owe, y'all owe me that much at least on yeah, some the, level, you know? The, yeah, dude, the student debt thing is fucked, man. Like, yeah, it, man. the college is such a fucking... It's, I don't even know, dude, if I would go back and do, like, in knowing right. what you know I now, you, do you think you would go, like, wh- how would you go if you went back in time? Would you do the same thing? Would you not go to college or like, would you go to school for something different? Or, like, I would definitely go to school for def- something different. 100%. You, yeah, dude. Cause so many of the degrees are this like. Yeah. A marketing degree. Like I got a marketing degree, bro. A marketing degree in college, unless like you're going, unless it's like marketing management or you're going to like, like some crazy, like. Marketing is just like a major that you take that's kind of like easy Broad. and it yeah like yeah communication right exactly yeah. and it's just like and it's not like taking a science like we're taking like accounting or econ or like becoming a doctor or a lawyer like if I was gonna go to college uh like if I were to study something again it, it'd probably go for that but then at the same time like there are a lot of experience outside of like partying and stuff, but like you do meet a lot, especially like I went to Bentley university. Mm-hmm. So I got a school like that. There's a lot of international students and there's like, you're just submersed into, in, into like a different world in some way. Oh, that's and, a like, good school. and that's another way that's, that's, I mean, I wouldn't say it's worth like getting almost $40,000 in debt. <laughs> like, but like, it was just, and I talked to people and like, that's on the lighter side. And that's also cause I, I, I've been pretty, delinquent with my payments after I graduated well, like for the most still paused right now they're paused now which saved my life but like I wasn't I didn't have a good system for like pay. I, I did not pay my my student loans how yeah. I should have been paying I so know dude interest definitely like, got like my sister-in-law she went to fucking law school and yeah. uh, she went to like Notre Dame and she had like hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt, man. It's yeah, like, how exa- do you- yeah, exactly. There's people that are that much in debt, so it's just like that's I had a buddy like that wild. too in college. He kept like switching majors and switching colleges. And I was yeah. like, dude, you're crazy, dude, because he kept wild. racking up all this more debt. I'm yeah. like, that was nuts. I was like trying to get out of there as quick as I could. Yeah, dude. bro. I mean, it's something like that experience that young. It's just like something you take for granted. Yeah. Maybe it's also like the way, like, uh, the way it was raised. I mean. Kind of, it's just like, maybe it's just me who I was as a person. It's just like, you kind of take it for granted that like you, you like, you know, you finish high school, you go to college four years, yeah. like things will pay for itself and it works out. And then you're here at age 27 and I'm a, like a teacher with a podcast and like, I'm not doing anything well, that I went to study. And it's just like, you're in debt and you're just like, okay, like, 
Well, dude, at 18, think that's like I think about that all the time. Like being like 18, they're like, okay, you need to pick like what you want to start. Like 18, like you haven't done shit. You've lived with your parents. You probably right. haven't traveled anywhere. You have no like reference of the world and right. like what you like, what you don't like. It's like it's so crazy, dude. Yeah, like, man. Yeah, it's 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 pretty wild. Yeah, and um, but it's just like you know, you figure. I mean, I I have faith in this. Just like I'm also. I think you keep working towards something. A doors will open. It'll figure itself out. And, you know, now we, we the, those payments resume in, like, in, uh, in I hopefully, think, 2022. Hopefully not. My brother, he's, my brother's just been tweeting at, like, Joe Biden. Yeah. Like, <laughs> student death, because it's crazy. Yo, man. for real, man. It's fucking crazy. And it's just, like. It's like a mortgage, for my, it's like a mortgage payment every month. Dude. Yeah, man. Like, it's fucking yeah. nuts. It's pretty wild. It's yeah. pretty wild. Yeah. Are you do do you have are you still in debt at all for school or no did you did you pay that off? Nah, I, I'm I'm done. Luckily, I mean my folks helped me, so I was lucky sure. in that way. But yeah, luckily don't have that. But man, like definitely it is it is a problem. Like this the amount of school shit. I don't know, man. It just seems like a real racket. Like what they charge and what yeah you, and what a you, racket, bro. That's and what and what and, and, and what you, and what you get in return. Like yeah, I don't know, dude. And then it's like your entry level position. It's like okay, you got a fucking graduate degree. And it's like entry level position, forty five k or whatever. Right. It's like right. nobody can. That's the other thing. Like like the salary is like unless you went to school to be a doctor or a lawyer. Like it's right. like how do you fucking live, dude? Like where we live in, in the Northeast, man, it's expensive as fuck to live. Yeah, here. man. It's not like living Hell in the yeah. middle of the country where you can like rent an apartment for like fucking 500 like my friend who yeah. lives in kansas he told me what he pays in rent i'm like holy shit yeah obviously it's all relative but like i don't know dude it's ex- everything's expensive. yeah man <laughs> Exa- yeah no that's fucking that's exactly what it is bro you, you yeah bro it's a fucking racket <laughs> school the edu- go, go, higher education is is a racket unless you're like literally gonna go to be a doctor or something like it's that like the only thing you can't uh declare bankruptcy on is student debt Really? Yeah, you can't you can't get rid of it. Like even if you declare, I mean, yeah, I, sh- I probably knew that, but like that's fucking wild to think about. Like, yeah, think, I, I never thought about it that way. Like, yeah, no, you're stuck with that shit. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Joe Biden. Joe Biden needs to fucking hit that reset button. Bro. I was going in with Manny the other day about politics. He get he gets intense. Man, that. who's the president? <laughs> Yo. Yeah. Yeah. No, me too, man. I've, I've got into some conversations with him, and I'm gonna bring him. I'm gonna. I appreciate the conversation. Yeah. Like he's he's out there. Like he, yeah. He, I appreciate his voice and everything, and I, he he welcomes the the conversation, which is good. Yeah, and he's good at driving, and that's always that's something I appreciate about my friendship with him too. He's like he's he's pushed me to like kind of. Uh, challenge my thoughts on some of this stuff more and yeah. like think about it and like not not necessarily change my mind because i feel like he always he's always been good at like articulating a lot of the stuff that i've felt on that level so i was just like god damn it like that's 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 what it is like you know what i'm saying yeah um uh but yeah man even like i respect his vegan lifestyle like i don't think i could do it myself but yeah like to be that like yeah, he's dedicated to that shit. Yeah. He's getting good. He yeah. was on live yesterday. He, I, I stay yeah, full. Dude. <laughs> I popped in real quick. I said, what, I said, what's up? He was making like some vegan chicken nuggets. Yeah, dude, shit. <laughs> it was pretty lit, man. It was pretty lit. And then um, and then he was called, catching up. I'm going to bring this to DR. We're going to record an episode out oh, there. Oh, man, you're going to travel with this thing down there? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. So portable. That's another thing that's like really good about this thing. Like, it's just you can take it anywhere. Like, Are you going to do it in Spanish, though? No, 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 that's too much. He's, uh, well, maybe I, maybe I shouldn't say this because it's his first job, so whatever. I'll, I'll have him talk about it, but he, I, he's also starting, uh, an, a, a little endeavor. A little, oh, yeah, he told me. Yeah, 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 he told me. Um, 
which which should be cool. I was we were talking about it yesterday, and um, yeah. So hopefully, like I'll, I'd love to help them out any way I can. In that uh, do you feel like? Because I know you speak Spanish. Like I don't know how much you use it when you're up here, like in Providence. But like, does it get like rusty? Like if you don't. You yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I use it enough because my family speaks it. Yeah. Um, but like when I go to DR, it's funny. Like I'll go to DR and like the first couple, of, it it it'll take like I'll get into the swing of my Spanish if I stay there long enough. Like even when we were in Cuba, like by the second half of that trip, my my Spanish was pretty good. But it's funny because in Cuba they have like a different asp- ac- accent a little mm-hmm. bit and like yeah, even like different slang and stuff like that. So like sometimes that's hard to pick up on. Like oh, they'll, they'll say shit, and I'll be like, yeah, what the fuck did you just say? Right yeah, now? <laughs> like, this is fucking wild. Yeah. Um. Uh. But yeah, man, and um. So, uh, yeah, man, it's good. It's been good to have you on, bro. Yeah, dude, uh, I'm glad we connected, dude. Yeah, it's, man. Uh, always a pleasure. Been a big fan of the show, dude. You're, for like, even from the first episode, man, you were this, like, natural at it. Like, it's not an easy thing to do. Like, I appreciate Like, I've, been, I've done it a while, but, like, and even still sometimes I don't, I feel like I don't do that well at it, but you're, like, uh, you're good at it. I appreciate it, man. I think, I've said this on the show before, I think there's, a certain juju in that studio for me that brings it out of me because I feel like it's been harder. To, maybe it's also because I I've been stagnant with the episodes yeah. as of as of late. I mean I'm picking it back up. I've been for the last month I've come out with a, an episode every week. Um, and going from having a co-host to doing it yourself, do, and then doing like you've it, been yeah. doing a couple episodes just by yourself, just dolo, dude, straight I, dolo, <laughs> I, dude. Hats off to you. I don't know. I I I haven't tried that. I'm like nervous to try that. Yeah. I don't know. Like that's a real skill in itself, being able to like this riff on your own and like make it interesting and like yeah. compelling. Like like Bill Burr is the best at it. Bill like, Burr is the, the god at that. He, yeah, and he's definitely my inspiration. That's like like what when I do stuff alone, that's like my version of like the Monday morning podcast. When you're doing it by yourself, do you have like notes like of like? Oh yeah, 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 right. yeah. I I definitely I have notes. I I I honestly I prep more by myself. Uh, I've I've prepped more so far on episodes by myself than I have with um with Michael in the past or when I've had guests. Yeah. Um, because it's so much easier if you have yeah. another person you're just riffing off the other person. Yeah. Whereas it's you, you have to like make it. Right, right. So I'm trying. I'm definitely trying to get better at that. And even now, like I even feel like I I prepped for this episode because you know I, <laughs> I I had to I had to show I had to show you the fucking. It's a, the the utmost respect, bro. Yeah, because I I got the 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 finest hands in the east with the <laughs> lens. In the east, yeah. Um, keep that thing on you. That's oh yeah, good. yeah. Got, oh yo, yeah. The, he, Alex keeps that fucking thing on him, bro. Even with everything, bro. He came through with mic stands. We're on mic stands right now, by yeah, the way. Mic stands. So when I post, guys, when I post this picture on Instagram, it's gonna look like we leveled up. Yeah, that's right. which means I'm gonna have to buy mic stands now. That's, that's right. right. Like literally gonna go on Amazon tomorrow <laughs> and cheap, buy these dude. mic they stands. Bad, dude. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's also like I don't know what it is ba- uh, about being in the studio that I kind of get into hosting more, where it feels more comfortable. Yeah, um, that is cool. You have that space. Yeah, like, that's fucking badass. Yeah, yeah. No, I really, I, I, I really appreciate having that. Uh, just to get me started. Uh, but it's it's really fun learning all the stuff on my own, and I can't wait to start. Uh, film. I actually tried to film an. Ep- I filmed one episode on my iPhone. Dude, that's the thing. The iPhone. I've used it before because there's not like a. You can film as long as you want. Right. Exactly. Whereas the problem with a lot of like like DSLRs, they have like a time limit. Like, oh really? Yeah. You only can film for like like twenty or twenty five minutes, and then it like switches off. 
So is it, it? Does it depend on like your memory, or is it just how the camera nah, works? No, it's just how the cameras work, like oh, the DSLRs. Damn. But there are some, a few cameras out there. I can send them to you. But like, that's uh, good to know because I was. <laughs> yeah, because that's the problem. Like, yeah. I wanted to use my like DSLR to like film like podcasts, but I don't. It's just me. It's not like I have an assistant there who can like click on and off. Uh, so yeah, that's a, that's one problem with DSLRs. They have for the video mode, they have a time recording limit. Okay. Yeah. So that's what it is. It's just like the producer, like for these bigger podcasts, these producers just kind of go and flick them on, like well, in the back. They're, nah, they're using like if you're looking at like they're using super professional. Uh, yeah, shit, they're yeah. using because if you go like more expensive shit, like cinema cameras, then they doesn't have a time limit. You can record right. for whatever. And, yeah, uh, they're doing different shit, and they have like a like like fucking Rogan has like Jamie who's like doing yeah this right thing or whatever and even like I saw you're watching Segura he has like fucking team of like four people like in a booth yeah there, yeah like, yeah fuck with level all that shit I like it I like Tom Segura's podcast the one that he does with his wife yeah they're pretty funny and uh and the uh the one he does with Burt Kreischer too that one's funny Burt Kreischer I, I actually think Burt Kreischer's best thing is his Instagram stories yeah, like, yeah, they're pretty good. Like, I'm not that big a fan of his stand-up, but his Instagram stories, his life is just crazy. He's always just, like, partying and, like, right. eating barbecue and, like, yeah. enjoying his life. <laughs> yeah, bro. What are what are some, like, what are, what podcasts do you listen to outside of nothing to do? <laughs> oh, yeah. Outside of, right. I don't even know, dude. To be honest, I don't even know. I, I Sometimes I listen to this random-ass, like, uh, hip-hop podcast, No Jumper. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know No Jumper. Not all uh, of them. Like, uh, sometimes he has some interesting people on yeah he's there. like yeah and that one and then uh like i think what the new york times daily one is interesting uh sometimes mm, yeah and then uh i don't know i listen to yeah i've listened to bert's podcast bert mm. bertcast bertcast i yeah. never heard of bert i never heard bertcast I, I really like bert on the podcast he does i've seen his special i wasn't like thrilled by it yeah and then his instagram is great yeah but yeah those are a few honestly yeah. Probably from just doing my own podcast, I feel like I don't listen to that mm-hmm. many anymore. I feel like I probably used to listen to more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's so many out there now. How do you feel about, like, it's funny, sometimes when I feel like, because we're an hour in right now, Yeah. and, like, most of the stuff that I, I had prepped is kind of, you kind of <laughs> touched on already. Yeah. But um, it's always when I feel like that happened and I feel like we might start wrapping up is when, like, I've done that with Michael a lot. I don't know if you caught that, bro. Where I'd yeah, be like, yeah. okay, we were like close to wrapping up, and we ended up getting like another forty-five minutes like, out of yo, it, bro. Right. <laughs> but I guess, I guess, no. What I wanted to ask you was like, how do you feel about like now that you're in that, like, well, you've been in this space already, yeah. um, and maybe it's different for you than me because maybe your podcast, like you said, like it's it's more auxiliary. It's not like necessarily like part like, of your career, but it's more like a, of a fun, like it's a labor of love that you do. As opposed, I mean, obviously, same with um, photography, but you get, you know, that's yeah, also yeah. your career. Yeah, like, yeah. how do you feel about, like, listening to other podcasts and, like, getting in that world? Or even just, like, seeing other people's work. Is it more inspiring for you? Because we do live in an age now where it's just, like, everybody can be, you know, everybody can be a podcast host. Everybody can yeah. be a YouTube star. Yeah. And it's just, like, does it get to you sometimes in terms of, like, just, like... Like, you're like, damn, am I just, like... Because sometimes I feel like that, where I'm just, like... Sometimes I feel like I'm just, like, another rapper with, like, a fucking mixtape. Yeah, in but a way. I think you just have to, like, block it out. Like, right, just yeah. do it because you like it. Like, right, for right. me, like, I, I always... For the podcast, for me, the reason I started it is because, like, being, like, an independent photographer, like, freelance, it's just me, like, running my business. And, sure. And it can be, like, a very solitary job where, like, it's not like I'm in an office and around the coworkers all the time. 
So it's like the reason I started is a way to like reach out to like my peers and like people that work in my industry and like pick their brain. And like, it's a good networking tool. Like I've met so many people in my business just from like reaching out to them. Like it get, like I said before, it gives me an excuse to reach out to them and talk to them. I feel like so many relationships that have been like, it's definitely led to work and like people that I can call on now who have way more experience than me. And then it give me advice on like, how do I like, how much do I charge for this job? Like, how do I do this or how do I do that? Right. So for me, like it is, I, I, it is a passion thing. Like I don't like, I'm not like trying to make money off it really. Right. Like I have had some sponsors over the years and made a little bit of money, but like, it's really just a way to like, uh, kind of network and like, yeah, just pick people's brains, man. Because yeah, like, yeah. No yeah. matter what, like, especially running a business, there's just a lot of times where you just feel lost. Yeah. Like, how the fuck do I do this? Am I doing it right? Uh, so that's been the main thing for me. And that's why I continue to do it. And even mm-hmm. like I kind of slowed down the last couple of months, but now I'm kind of getting like excited to do more interviews. Like I did one in New York the other day. That was cool. Nice. And uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I feel like that's the main thing. Just being able to talk to people and like uh, pick their brains. But uh, yeah, I don't worry about like view, mm-hmm. like views right. and all that shit. Yeah. Like it's. If like we were saying before, like if you love it, and y- I think it will come across, and people will tell instead of like yeah. just like yeah, yeah, some shit like people is making, you can tell they're just like doing it to do it, and like that shit's just boring. You know? Yeah, I hear you. I guess with me, especially with like because of the nature of this podcast too, is because like, like with photo banter, obviously, like you're you're talking about like. They're lives, too, on some level, but you're talking to other photographers, other peers of yours, right? Yeah, it's right? like a mix of, like, business, creative, like, how they right. approach their craft, how they run their business, right. and how they deal with, like, the ups and downs of, like, sometimes times are good, sometimes times are bad. Sure. Like, did you ever doubt yourself? Like, were you going to quit this career path? Cause, yeah, like, yeah. everyone has that shit, man. Like, yeah, no matter man. what you're in. Like, yeah, no, that's facts. Yeah. I guess, and it's for, for me, it's more the fact that, like, since my, like, the topics we talk about on this podcast is, like, very topical. It's, like, what's going on. A lot yeah. of it's pop culture, sports, yeah. or whatever it is. When I'm not talking about my own life or whatever. um, It's, like, I'll go on Instagram and, like, I'll, I'll listen to other podcasts. I'm just, like, damn. Like, I just literally feel like I don't even. Sometimes it feels like I don't even know what my, if it's my opinion or if I'm, like, stealing other people's opinion. It's, like on a way or like somebody's take on something and it's like and it's funny it's not something that got to me when i first started this it's something that more developed recently um but i also think like you said it just comes with just like the nature of like starting something of your own yeah maybe um i don't know i just kind of wanted to get your uh no i definitely like I don't have that so much with the podcast. Right. Like, I definitely more with my photography. Right. I right. think like that's what I figured. Social media like is like uh I mean I talked about this on my podcast with photographers all the time. Like social media is like the best tool and the worst tool all at once. It's the best sure. tool because it gives you you can reach out to basically anybody, you can like connect with people, share your work, whatever you're making. But then on the flip side, it's like you can easily just go on there, look at it, and this like go down this rabbit hole of like, oh man, this dude's like, he's doing it better right. than me, or he's already done it, and you can just like count yeah. yourself short. And it's like, uh, now I, I don't do that so much anymore. Like I feel like I've gotten a good balance of like, you know, just not using social media that way, just kind of like, yeah, 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 following the people, just following people that like, like I follow my friends and like mutual photographers who I really mm. like and like who. 
who put out like a positive message and shit like that where it's not like negative shit and sure. uh but yeah no it's easy to go down those traps of being like comparing yourself to what other people are doing and like shit like that but at the end of the day it's like I don't know, I'm just gonna keep doing what I like to do. Yeah, put it out. I'm gonna keep doing me. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and uh, if people like it, that's cool. If not, that's cool too. I think that's part of like whatever you're creating a podcast, or some people create. I'm um, taking pictures, or someone's like a painter. Some people are gonna like your shit. Some people aren't. Yeah, people are gonna comment. Like I've gotten like funny ass comments on like some of my posts. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like dude, some dude sent me an email one time. Like he's like, yeah, man. Like I don't like the way you like like talk or something like some you got a whole email yeah dude, i get uh. emails all the time like sometimes like some dude like it was talking about like a certain way i said certain words i'm like dude i don't know what to tell you man like <laughs> this is yeah. how i talk <laughs> like, right like, yeah yeah it, which is like at first i was like it, it pissed me off then i was like whatever dude but that's care. cool though i mean people are listening and then like you're getting yeah. some sort of reaction out of them which is cool but that is that's like mad silly like, yeah, yeah. yeah but that just comes with the territory if you're right. gonna if you're gonna put yourself out there like sure. that you just have to be prepared for like people everyone's got an opinion and with like with social media like it's easier than ever just to voice your opinion yeah <laughs> yeah that's very true Which man good and bad but whatever i don't know what why do you like you feel worried sometimes like about talking about certain topics that like other people have already talked about kind of um not necessarily talking about that, talking about other stuff that people talk about because, like, I'm talking about, mm-hmm. like, I'm talking about anything that you would either listen to on ESPN or, like, yeah, yeah. be it, you know, or on a YouTube channel or something. But it's, it's more just like feeling like, because I remember I used to watch the Joe Budding podcast a lot. Yeah. And, like, sometimes when I first started this, I would, like, I, it was kind of fun at first because it would, it would kind of see, like, it would test me to, like, develop and like see where my own opinions or like my own stance on a certain topic would be where like yeah. they would bring up a topic on like Joe Budden podcast or like the Sh- or Charlemagne's podcast yeah. that he does with Andrew Schultz and I would pause it and I would think about how I would go about talking about that on my own show yeah. and then I would listen to them and then sometimes they would be like really similar yeah and it's just like so it's just like and I know so it's just like damn am I, re- am I really doing a podcast like just like sometimes I feel like I'm just regurgitating shit that I've seen or heard. Yeah, but you find your own voice. In right, time. exactly. And I'm, sh- yeah. I'm sure, like, you, you probably, like, uh, have got, you feel like you've got a different approach from when you first started to now. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, randomly. Have you watched the Charlemagne Travis Scott interview? I watched clips. I was going to watch the whole thing, but just from the clip that I watched, it just looks so cringe. Like it's it, bad, dude. It looked it's terrible. Weird. I watched it last night. Yeah. I didn't even know it was a thing. It just popped up in my suggestion Yeah, yeah. Feed. I don't know why he did that interview. Like it was. Yeah, I heard it was. It was like the worst. There like, was, it was like, like at no PR point. Shit. There was no. Yeah, it was. You could tell like his PR people told him like, "Do not say you're sorry." Like in, yeah. there, at no point there was right. no like, "I'm sorry this happened." Um, so, like sorry, none of that. Dude, yeah, all, yeah. all he said, this kept saying over and over again, was like, "I want to find how to fix this so it doesn't happen again, and we can." Yeah. Which I. I don't know. I don't think that's what people want to hear when they're like nine year old kid died. Like, right. Right. Yeah. yeah. It, it was, was a, bad. It and it, and it's a tricky situation because it's just like on some level, like on a PR level, terrible. It was only a month ago. Like, the yeah. Con- yeah, yeah, exactly. The timing is terrible, but then it's like, he's right in the sense that like, like that, that culture in concerts is not nothing new. No. Um, does he have, Blame to take for like harboring that culture, maybe a little bit. Um, there were videos saying like that, that you saw where it was like people asking him to stop and he kept going. Yeah. Um, that's also gonna be tossed in the air, but it's also just like it's more of like 
like a live like like a live nation and Apple Music oh, shit. Where, like, it's the not, venue it's shit. not all on him by no means. Like, but he's the he's face. Not, he's the face of it too. Yeah, so it's, it's just, just like, like that. I don't know. The interview is just like yeah. I heard it was. I heard, I saw a clip of it. And I was like, I'm not watching even like because you know, like I listen to so many Charlemagne interviews because he's good. He's a great interviewer. Yeah. Even he it felt awkward in that interview. Like he was holding like papers and mm-hmm. notes, which he never does. Right. It was just so. It was like almost like they gave him notes. Like you're allowed to ask these questions. Or right. Right. Shit like that. It was. Right. It was bizarre. That is bizarre. It's funny that Charlotte, someone like Charlemagne, who's kind of made of living, and made his name of just like being who he is and just saying not yeah. wild shit, but like he asked the uncomfortable questions. Like yeah, ask ask the other ask the uncomfortable questions, and now he's. Stepping into a space where it's just like now maybe he might have to dial some stuff back and censor himself yeah. a little bit more in a way, you know, because he has that show on like Comedy Central now. Oh, yeah. Um, and he's doing like that. And then he did that interview with like, um, you know, that, that Travis Scott shit where it's just like, I don't know. It's interesting. I, I He's also like he's a lot of it, I, I get a lot of inspiration from Charlemagne just because like. I like the Brilliant Idiots. Yeah. That brilliant one is more good. than the Breakfast Club at this yeah. point. Yeah, I think it's. Because it's just him being like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's yeah. really, yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man. It's fucking wild, bro. And um, you big cutting Drake and Kanye made up again and all that <laughs> stuff. You've seen all the memes with like Pusha T and stuff. Do you, do you follow that at all? Not that much. I did see that, though. I don't know. Yeah. Kanye. I saw Kanye in Worcester when his first, like right before his first album came out. Like I was College probably dropout. like 18. Yeah. He played at the Palladium. It was Kanye with John Legend. With, yeah. But John Legend was not a known person right. at this point. He was like part of the show and like uh, uh, DJ A-Track, who's like a famous DJ. He used yeah, to be yeah, like yeah. His DJ. I remember seeing him at the Palladium, which is like a small venue. Yeah. He was like giving out like shots of hypnotic before the thing. That's but, fucking yeah, lit. Yeah. Then it, <laughs> that's when he was still rocking all the polo shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It was, it was wild. Man. That's sick. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I got to see that show because I mean like those first few albums were good, but then. I don't know. I I can't think of anything I liked of his in a long time. Yeah, I'm still a huge Kanye fan. I love the. I mean, I wasn't like, I thought Donda was one of my favorite Kanye albums. If not my favorite, is the Life of Pablo. Yeah, actually, I now that I say I think of it, I did like that one. That was good. The Life of Pablo. Yeah. So yeah, that's my favorite. Uh, I thought Donda was like, um, sort of like a lower tier version of that album. And then the last one, but I still enjoyed like it. All religious stuff, right? It was, and the one before that, yeah, because he had like the album called Jesus is King. Yeah, he got really. That one was like I couldn't listen. to Yeah, that was too much. I like. I think we one song in that. (laughs) Yeah. uh, On that album. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Kanye, bro. I mean, like he's he's had quite a journey, (laughs) and now he's like, and now that's the whole thing with like Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson, which is fucking hilarious. Which I also think is a farce. I talked about this like I think in the last episode, but it's just like. All her sisters have boyfriends that look just like him now, and it's just like it feels like almost like something from like Keeping Up with the Kardashians, like some PR, PR shit, like a PR relationship. <laughs> Gotta be weird. I can't imagine. Which is weird. funny because like one of them's dating like Travis Barker, and like yeah, one of them's dating like Machine Gun Kelly, and like they all like literally just like this archetype, just like this lanky, skinny, tatted up like they, white boy. They like, went. They went to Hot Topic. Yeah, got, <laughs> got a boyfriend. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh man. Um. What a world. What a world we live in. Speaking of famous people, what uh, I I've always because you've like even from the people that you've talked 
too on your um like that dude Chris Buck like he's done f- like work with Obama and shit like he was talking I mean, I about that I interviewed Obama's photographer this dude Pete Souza who was Obama's White House photographer holy for shit the whole, how like, was that it was crazy man like I, I it was just so interesting like hearing like that dude was that dude was with Obama probably more than anybody like, yeah he was followed him around because Obama gave him full access traveled the world with them. And, like, that's all he did for eight years. And he had, like, no personal life, was just, like, the yeah. White House guy. And uh, get an opportunity to talk to him and, like, hear his stories about, like, traveling the world with Obama and, like, being there. That's like fucking wild. Being there, like, in the room, like, when, like, they're in the situation room and he's there taking pictures. Yeah, yeah. He was there taking pictures of Obama while they're watching the the, the, sc- the screen of uh, what, Osama. Yeah, the Bin Laden Yeah, the Bin Laden hit. shit. So he's there, <laughs> the Bin Laden hit. Yeah, dude. <laughs> so he's there for all that shit, dude. So that, that was crazy. Man, who's the president? <laughs> who's the president? <laughs> uh, That's pretty wild, though. That's sick, man. Like, and d- did you get a lot of... Uh, is that... I never... Is it on your podcast? Yeah, on. I did it like a year ago. Okay, word, word. Yeah. That's fucking sick. Did you... Uh, do you have any, like... Uh, any cool like in terms of like any of your favorites any like people that you photographed that you worked with like that stands out like the people I've interviewed interviewed or even just like shot for or anything like that uh I guess some of my favorite well the cool thing about the podcast I've gotten to talk to these photographers who I yeah. who have been my idols man like that's sick like, yeah these are the guys who are like a lot of these people are like the top guys who are like photographing the president damn one time for you bro that's <laughs> a dream. Yeah, yeah and so I get to learn a lot um, but one guy that I've always really appreciated his work is this guy, Estevan Oriel. Um, definitely go check him out on mm-hmm. ins- Instagram. He's an LA photographer. He's been around forever. Like interesting story. Like he was like a, uh, like a, what was he like? A, he was like a road manager for like a, like house of pain. Like that no, famous yeah. rap group back in the day. And then he became a photographer and he's just kind of like an LA kind of legend. Like he's like him and this famous artist, Mr. Cartoon, mm-hmm. who's like a famous tattoo artist and he does other stuff too. And, uh, I got a chance to go like interview him at his home and kind of talk to him about like his, like his process and stuff, man. That's shit's been, yeah, man. It, it, getting to like meet some of these people like who, I mean, a lot of people, unless you're into photography, you wouldn't know who these people are. But for me, it's like meeting, like, my Michael Jordan or something. Like, Yeah, that's it, fucking it, sick, man. Yeah, that's a dude. dream. And it all this kind of built. Like, I started off just, like, interviewing my friends. Mm-hmm. And then slowly, like, kind of got bigger photographers and mm-hmm. other people, like, uh, which is, I mean, it's been awesome. That's fucking sick, man. Yeah. Yeah. Getting getting those in, like, that's, it's, that's a dream. It's like having a conversation with, like, and it's not like they're these, like, it's cool, like it's not like they're like these famous and like oh, like I got to sit down with like Will Smith, <laughs> like yeah. where it's just like the, it's in the in the sense that like it's just, like you never want to meet your idols, your heroes, yeah. Like, but it's like that's cool. It's like he's like a, and he's almost almost like a peer now, and like that's that's yeah, sick. he's a cool guy. Like, I've yeah. And the cool thing now I've interviewed him a couple times, and that's kind of yeah. a cool thing, like getting to interview people multiple times, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. What do you feel like now that you're kind of just doing the solo now without the co-host? Do you think you 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 want to do more interview style stuff or like where do you see it going? Yeah, I, I definitely I want to I want to do both. I want to get comfortable like putting at least a half hour of, of, of an episode by myself. Yeah. And then I also want to get more of, uh, more people on the show with me. Um, just cause different people, different perspectives bring out different conversations. Like I, I can only prep so much. Like, see, like, I feel like 
like even right now, like I did my prep, but I feel like now we're getting into we've gotten into more yeah, meat yeah, yeah. stuff, yeah, like yeah, almost yeah. like forty five minutes in yeah, sometimes. You know, yeah, you never know where it's gonna go. And I don't know yeah. about you, but from like doing the podcast, I feel like I got way better at this being a better communicator. Like yeah, just sure. Like even this like in my business day to day stuff, I'm like less like uh nervous to approach people or like ask questions. Yeah. Whereas like before the podcast, I feel like I was a little more like reserved. But now it's just like from talking all the time, like yeah, like you, just, it's like a skill. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah, that's weird. It's I, I, I don't know if I've I've attributed that to the podcast. I feel like I've always what kind of got me out of my shell like that um, was my first job out of college. I was like a canvasser, basically, like you know those guys, like you got your like little, with the iPads <laughs> yeah. and the fucking UNICEF fucking babes and shit like that. I did that for a summer, door to door. Uh, it wasn't even door. It wasn't door to door. It was literally just like standing out in like downtown Boston, or like just like he- or like Cambridge or some shit like what that. Were you guys? Were you we just to- approached people and you had to stop them and you had to convince them to give me your credit card and pay thirty dollars a month for this fucking bullshit. Fucking. What were you selling? Um, I worked. So the company was called like Dialogue Direct, and they basically were just like an outsourced sales team for, um. Like the Nature Conservancy, the Child Fund, like these oh, so, big name like nonprofits. Oh, so it was like charities, so like yeah, non- yeah, nonprofit shit. But these they they like big nonprofits where it's like some of them are sh- like I know the Child Fund had some shady stuff oh, behind yeah, them like, and stuff. All it's like ninety percent like, of the shit goes to like executive, right, like, right, fucking, right, right. Uh, that's what. How often? Okay, this is interesting. Because you see those dudes in Boston, you're like, no, nah, I'm good, fam. Like, how many people would you get to sign up, like, in a given day, usually? In a given day, like, one or, like, anything over one is, like, really good. Wow. Yeah. So you'd be out there. And I'd be like, out there at 8.30 or, at, no, 9. We'd meet at the office and, like, have our little morning meeting at, like, 8, 8.30. Oh. We'd get out on the fucking streets and we'd be there till, like, 6. So you just get used to, like, this rejection. Just rejection. Like I, I've gotten girls' numbers off it too. Like <laughs> I've done stuff like that. I never. I remember I got one girl's number and like nothing ever came of it. But I was just like, damn, like this is really like really out here. <laughs> like, but it was um. But yeah, like you literally be out there and you'd be stopping. You you just be stopping people and you just have to get creative ways to stop people. You'd be like, sometimes you act like they drop something. Like a, a, one thing I'd be like, yo, oh you drop, and then stop. You're like, all right, well now I got Gave you. Gave you a reason <laughs> to talk to them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude. Like little shit, be like compliment them, stuff like that. Like, so that's what really got me like comfortable talking and approaching people. And that's kind of that's what got me to like sales in New York because I was like, yo, because I was pretty good at it. I get, I I get like one a week, yeah, um, or not one a week, one, one a day, day one yeah. a day. And uh, and I was like, yo, if I'm doing this like on the street, like if I can stop people on the street, go work like, at a real company, I can and make go work bank. at a real, yeah, and make bank. And um, and I. Did kind of recruitment was hard as shit. Um, I did good for like the first three months, and then like, and then that went to like after that, like I hit a rough patch, and then I got let go. Like, what were after, you recruiting like, for? What kind? Like, of- like uh, IT people that oh, work wow. with like crazy, like Microsoft, like um, uh, like business systems and shit like that. Like, and like that's a big business. I got a buddy who works in recruitment. It's yeah, like yeah. The, but the people who are good, you can make a lot of fucking money. It's a lot of work though. But it's what a, is it? You get paid by the company if you find a good employee for them, right? It's you like, basically, yeah. You so you, it's like the their hourly rate is like, like you, you're always negotiation. You're like you're basically these recruiters, like the the workers agents, and like you get like a cut of what you get them at their hourly rate. So you're obviously and like whatever the margin is. So yeah. it's just like, I think the company pays. Yeah, you get a you 
try and get the company to pay you a certain amount, and then you pay them a certain amount. Yeah, and it's yeah. just like, it's a lot of, uh, you know, sleazy stuff. It's funny. In, in the office, too, like, just the office culture, it's just, like, it's very much Wolf of Wall Street-ish. Yeah, like, it's, like, I've real, had, it's like, like, real estate. I have my real estate license. Yeah. I used to work, like, part-time at my friend's real estate office is doing, like, rentals. Yeah, it's very, it's cutthroat because it's all yeah. it's all commission based and yeah. everyone's like and that's how it is because everyone's just out for themselves, which makes sense. The salary was like thirty five k, but it's just like that's nothing for yeah, no for for New York. Fucking no, you couldn't, you couldn't literally live, dog dude. shit. Bro. <laughs> yeah. it literally dog shit. Yeah, dude, bro. I saw a good meme that's been going around on Instagram. It's like. Uh, welcome to Oh no it says Wakes up in New York That'll be $35 <laughs> 30, yeah, 35 Yeah, yeah, yeah. No joke, I said that to Manny Actually the other day Yeah I drove across the bridge I was came back from New York yesterday I drove across a bridge I don't know what bridge it was Because I just followed Google Maps And was just telling me Where to go mm-hmm. There's a bridge Leaving Manhattan It costs $16 To go over dude Yeah $16 to go over yep. A fucking bridge And dude. they'll send They'll send you that shit In the mail Like a month later I got the easy shit. pass Or whatever But oh, I, was yeah, like, yeah. I was like What <laughs> It's fucking wild bro It's it's you know, Everything costs money They're like yeah, Even just Yeah just to go to New Jersey For like something You're like Cross the bridge Or some shit Like Yeah It's fucking nuts Yeah um, But yeah Going back to what you said This like Having that skill to, like, approach people and not be nervous, dude, that's, like, such a skill. Like, most people, like, they say, like, their, what's their, their number one fear is, like, public speaking. Yeah. And, like, if you can do that, dude, like, it's, like, yeah. it's such a good skill. Like, yeah. It's funny, because I feel like that skill has regressed a little bit since I've been working at the school I've been working at. Yeah, because you're not forced to do it. Because I'm not forced to do it, but it's also a thing, like, it's, it's, it's a personal like complex that I have, I think, yeah. because I used to go to that school, yeah, and a lot of the the faculty and staff are still like working there from when I used to go to school there. Wow! So like I get it in my head, and I get really in my head about certain social situations there. So like I I just some, there's days where, like I just don't. I last year was terrible because on top of like just the pandemic, it was a, it was also just a rough time for me to to be starting working at a school, especially in that they um in that uh in that setting on top of covid and i've kind of eased out a little bit more but it's just like yeah i get very in my head about like interacting with these my used to be teachers that are like peers now which is fucking interesting so you feel like this weird like talking to them that's like normal like, or like yeah it's just like I don't, I don't feel i don't necessarily feel comfortable all the time like showing my personality all the oh, all the way yeah, on some level that. i can see that um but it, it's to the point where I can be, like, antisocial sometimes or just, like, kind of, like, suck at talking to certain people. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know what I'm dude. saying? Um, the only person... There's only one guy out... Um, well, no, there's actually... Because there's some new teachers there, some young, like, more my age, so, like, I'm cool with them. But, like, there's one teacher there who taught when I was in fourth grade there, in third grade. Damn. And I literally just... Every time we see each other, we just talk Red Sox, like, for a half oh, an hour, cool. which is cool. Yeah. Um, and then I had his daughter in my class last year, too, so... That's dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I used to, like, assist. When I got out of college, I, I worked as a photo assistant for other photographers. Mm-hmm. Just, like, traveling with them and, like, just working on the shoots, like, moving gear or whatever. Mm-hmm. And all the guys that were, like, the most successful, they just were, like, they just could fucking schmooze all day, dude. Like, yeah. they just had that. Like, they hop on the phone with the client and there's, yeah. like, this talk that, like, I don't even think that's something, like, you can learn. Like, some people are just, like, naturally, like, good at it. Yeah, Like, yeah. I'm not the best at it. I try to get better at it, but, like. I was always just envious of that. Like, yeah. They can just walk in the room and they're just like a fucking presence and they make a lot of money. Yeah. And there's a, but in, in that, but there's a level of sleaziness that you kind of got to be, yeah, yeah, that no, you kind of got to accept the pot. Because yeah. I, I, there was a point like even like, I would always like, because when I went to my next job, 
So I got let go of my recruitment job, and then I found a job in sales for like a tech company, like a tech startup, and it was like so much easier than recruitment. Yeah. And so I was always on the phones, and like the, there was no phone culture at that job. Like there was a big phone culture in recruitment. They they like you got to pump out like a hundred calls a day. Oh yeah. But like everybody got their opportunities and got their commission shit. Like in the entry level job, like just through like emails, it was like a lot easier. Yeah. And I kind of came in there and shook stuff up, shook shit up a little bit because I was like the only one on the phones, and I try to get everybody on the phones and. Shit like that yeah. and like i was like there was like i was sleazy on some level in terms of just like the way i talk to people be closing. Like, oh yeah always abc always be closing but then i ended up going to i knew i didn't want to do sales because sales can just get exhausting I ended up doing uh moving to like the project management or the bi team for project management there yeah um and then i left now, now, now you're going to be a podcast superstar. And now man. I'm going to be the next Joe Rogan. What's that Spotify? Or Joe Budden. Yeah. <laughs> well, what do you think about Joe Budden now? Because he lost his two co-hosts. Roy yeah, Maul. man. I see the problem. I never could listen to Joe, Joe Budden. Mm-hmm. I feel like it took him forever to get to his points. Yeah. Like he just kind of rambles something. And I was yeah. like, are you going to get to he never po- did get to him. I know. That was so <laughs> yeah. annoying. I'd be I'm like, when are you going to get to the point? <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, I enjoyed it. I was always on and, on and off with this podcast and podcasts in general. Like yeah. back in the day, like, I would have times or like periods of time where I would listen to a bunch and then I just wouldn't touch any. Yeah. Uh, I used to listen to his a lot. It's funny. I mean, like it's, especially the way everything played out, it's like tough to like not, like to not be on the other two side. Yeah. If you like, if you kind of immerse yourself in all that gossip and tea that when it was going, I was really into it. Oh, bro. I, was I was, fun, I was, I was fun a lot. all the drama. That bro. was a huge podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And he like, that's just like, he has a history of doing that with like other hosts and stuff like that. Unfortunately, he likes to burn bridges. <laughs> yeah. 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 He, he burns a lot of, he burns a lot of bridges apparently. But, um, I think ultimately like he'll, like, I think he's still putting up numbers. It's not oh, nowhere yeah, near no, what it was. He's huge. He's huge. I think he'll bounce back in terms of, like, the public view. It, maybe there's nothing to bounce back from. Maybe it's just, like, that perception is different from him. But maybe, he, like, there's not that much difference in terms of, like... But also, I don't give a fuck about any of his co-hosts now. Like, he just always yeah, have a bunch of different, like... They, yeah, broke up. Yeah, exactly. I haven't watched it either. And I haven't even watched Warrior Mall stuff. Although, I see what they're doing, and it's really cool. Yeah. Um, they have like they do like certain skits in the beginning and like they just I I like I think it's you know it's good probably the best for both of them for like for both parties I guess so yeah but I was definitely into all that drama like that was fucking amazing no, it, was, <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was good it was good yeah man but yeah man you know let's be the be the next Joe Rogan or Joe <laughs> Budden we'll see I may maybe I'm closer to Joe Budden now because I I I got rid of my no okay I did not I still all love for Michael he's just Michael he's living his life now and. Yeah. And, um, you know, the show must move on, but I'm out, you know, it'll be fun. The next time I, I get Michael on the sh- on, on the show, like we'll have, it'll probably know, be even that more fun. Yeah. It'll, it'll be, be more be fun. Exactly. Yeah. It'll probably be better just having him on as a, as like a guest now. Yeah. Come have him come on quarterly every, yeah. every three months or something. Yeah. He can, he can check in on us. He'll, <laughs> he'll always have a spot on the show. You know, he doesn't even, you know, he gets probably, he gets priority cause he helped me get this thing off the ground. Fuck yeah, man. Um, so I'll go into, I have some good news for the week. I, I found something, I guess it's kind of good news. Um, just cause it's just like, you know, this global warming shit and this climate shit, it's no joke, bro. It was literally 60 fucking degrees yesterday and it snowed two days before that. Like yeah. shit's kind of fucked, but apparently California is, um, implementing, uh, a food waste like mandate to, to tackle like food waste. I guess it's like a fifth of like the methane emissions out there in, in that state. 
And um, so they're just implementing this this mandatory statewide program where it's just like they have um, where they on how they're going to handle food waste and stuff like that. So I think that's good news. I think it's anything that's positive for the environment is good. Obviously, there's bigger shit to address, but it's just like, you know, I guess it's the little wins sometimes, you know, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. they're. They're 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 helping the environment, but you might get robbed walking down the street. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, bro. Uh, do you have any good news you want to, or what do you think oh, about as good I was news? To bring a good no, news. no, you don't have to. But if there's something that you want to, you know, something that you've been reading, or it's, oh. I don't, I I always like to ask any guests yeah, that yeah. I have anything, and as as well as when we move on to shout outs before we wrap this up. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's. Uh, I'm glad we're hoping to like. It seems like we're getting a little bit back to normal life. Like, sure. So that's been good, man. I'm just glad yeah, we're, yeah. we're still here, man. It's good to see you again. And, Great, uh, always, yeah, man. Great to see you. Looking forward to the holidays. You know, hopefully yeah. get a couple of days off there. And, uh, you know, going to the new year, you know, onwards and upwards, man. That's right. Onwards and upwards, bro. Yeah. Um, so do you have any, any shout outs? Yo, I want to shout. I want to shout out Real Immersions. Hey, uh, shout my, out Real Immersions. <laughs> <laughs> <My> Manny Jordan. <laughs> Better applause sound than that. I don't like that one. Yeah, but, uh, hey, work in progress. But, but yeah, yeah, man. Like but, man, one. who's the president? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah, thank you so much. I'm glad we did this, dude. Of uh, course, yeah, man. Yeah, so. we got we got to hang out again more, man. The new year. Of course, hell yeah, man. Let's get together. I mean, we to plan some trip, some sort of trip. Uh, if it's not to Cuba, somewhere else, the crew, bro, yeah, the dude, SDR, that's Mexico that's, City. That's great about Manny. He's always down to go Hell somewhere. Yeah. Like, he's down. Like, we were, me, him, and Jordan were about to go to Cameroon. Can't, word? Yeah, we were going to go. Because I knew this, like, kid who's teaching baseball out there to, in Cameroon. Which word. I, I still want to do, but with COVID and shit, it was just too hard to do. Yeah, it. yeah, like, yeah. Uh, that would have been fucking sick, though. Yeah. Yeah. It looked pretty wild. Uh, but, yeah, he's always down. So, we'll, we'll, we'll do Hell, something. yeah, we got to do something. Yeah, man. So, shout outs. I want to shout out uh, my um, my guest today, Oz Gagne. Yo, go listen to his podcast, The Photo Banter. Uh, it's on iTunes and Spotify. It's on YouTube, too, right? Yeah. Yeah, go check that out um even if you're not into like photography or whatever you know that industry or profession or that lifestyle bro there's actually he just has good conversations with a bunch of really cool fucking people that have done some really cool fucking shit in their lives so go check that out um also i'm gonna shout out if you are at this point i think we're about a hour and a half in i want to thank you for staying with us this long and remind you that all episodes of the Nothing To Do podcast are, are finally up on YouTube. It took me a year and a half, but I finally sat down and I converted all the audio into wow. video. It took, it was just the most tedious, <laughs> grueling process yeah, for no work, fucking dude. reason. It was like 45 episodes. Uh, um, <clears throat> go check that out. Um, the the I'm going to change the name of the actual channel right now. It's the NTD podcast, N.T.D podcast. But I'm going to go back to Nothing To Do um, it, the link is in my, my Instagram bio. If you follow me on Instagram or follow the page on Instagram. So go, please go subscribe and go smash the fucking like button on all the fucking, uh, on all the, uh, videos. And, um, and yeah, tune in, uh, next week, you dirtbags. Holla. <laughs>